Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. There's a cat over here. There's a cat over there. And the wrong one died. And the wrong one died. Welcome to the Ron Cat Tide, the podcast breakdown of the catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and today we have another amazing guest. She was Grizabella in three different productions of the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line's Oasis of the Seas. So welcome, Robin Tempest, and thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Finally, it's been a long uh, time coming, hasn't it? I know. We we attempted to do this while you were on the ship yeah. and failed miserably because of recording remotely. Um, but here we are. You're off the ship. Uh, I am. The, the line of your run of Grizabella is, is currently over, although, you know, you can never rule it out for the future again, right? Yeah, that's the thing with cats. Like, it, it kind of buries itself into your life and you're like, never again. And then a year later, you're like, oh, look where I am. Back in cats. Back at the junkyard. Back in cats. So I usually start this conversation with asking you about your history with the show. But before we do that, we're going to get to that. I want to I want to know. But before we do that, I've been I've been really dying to know. You have done the 90 minute version of Cats, the no intermission cruise line version. And you're the first person I've talked to who's actually been part of it. So I want to know what got cut. Like, what is the 90 minute? Walk me through the 90 minute version. Okay, let me switch this back on to you. What do you think got cut? Oh, God. Buster for Jones. Yeah. I think Buster for Jones gets cut. Um, I don't think they're going to shorten the ball, but you could, because that's like just such a dance number that you have to do. I'm Probably Peaks and Pollicles, maybe? Yeah, that's gone. See ya. No more back, 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 back. And then... I don't think there's anything else that, like, anything... Everything else feels fairly material to it. And so, like, I don't know where the other hour plus cut comes like i guess you shorten McCavity's song maybe there's a lot of intro there's but you need the kidnapping scene bus for jones was the obvious easy one and i know you can cut some of the ensemble cats from dancing but i don't they don't have songs so i'm trying to figure out where you cut your song so the cast size is still the same so there's still 22 cats okay. um so the first one that they cut is Buster, correct then yep. peeps and pollicles is gone um, the only thing that they've cut in the ball is there's no British Airways, which is the when they do the boom, 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 
but that only ti- that tiny bit wow gosh it was like you were in the ball then wasn't it with my singing of that that section yeah. of the ball we <laughs> transported there um and what else um gus's aria gus because we did the version that gus and jelly do the aria um with the pirates and stuff like that and that's mm-hmm. all cut so it's just like the verse and the chorus of gus so gus's section's really short now um Mistopheles has had like some verses and choruses taken out so that's not like 40 minutes long now it's just like a normal song size but all the dance is still in and everything um me, Mungo Jerry and Rumpel Teaser have had a like a verse and a chorus cut out that's I think I think that's about it to be honest there's really so there's random only- like there's really random like bars of music that have been taken out so like intro bars like you'll only have one bar of intro instead of two and stuff so that's a bit like messes your mind a bit but yeah just that's so interesting so only Busta for Peaks and Pockles and then the Growl Tiger I guess that's the part but that was cut in the the most recent like the current tour and the most recent stuff is also cut Mm -hmm. or changed I I think it got cancelled honestly I think it was cut for for yeah, more I mean, it wasn't politically other reasons. correct, was it? Yeah. yeah. So, it, it so everything else is just sh- everything else is just shortened. So it's yeah. like cut out a core, like a verse or anything. That seems, I guess, that makes sense. So then you keep the characters and the storyline and everything else, but you just shorten it up. Yeah, basically. So, so, so some things like you'll look back. I'll look back on like old recordings and stunt stuff like that, and I'll be like, oh gosh, that's that's not there anymore like that's had a like a three bars taken out of it and stuff it's it's the weirdest like there's some weird cuts but they were rugs really precious with cats like it's like their little baby and so they had to be very much involved in it and they were very very particular about what was allowed to be cut what wasn't royal weren't allowed to make any of the cuts themselves it all came from rug and so whilst we were in rehearsals like for the ball for example at times they were cutting bits out of the ball um and teaching it and then they'd come in the next day and they'd be like right we've had a new email from rug and we're not we're not cutting that anymore that's not getting cut because at one part at one point copeland because all the ball i don't know how much anyone knows about um cats but all the balls split up into sections so copeland and what um whilst are uh, the biggest sections the yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing the moves, but you can't see them. Um, so at one point, they cut parts of Copeland, um, and then they came in and they were like, right, yeah, we're not allowed to do that anymore. So so when it all got um, sorted and everything, we the ship was in dry dock, the Oasis was in dry dock, and all people from Rug had to come in and change all the automation, change all the lights, change the sound, everything. So it was all very much done by rug and people that were affiliated with rug but it wasn't royal royal were allowed to touch it yeah and still and aren't allowed you to did, touch it because your part really doesn't change you're 15 minutes you get your 15 minutes uh, in both the the full show and the 90 minute show because there's really no where to cut for yeah. for grizabella yeah no the only things that changed for me were she doesn't do the the grizz okay. dance at the end of the ball so that's cut which I I don't care what any Grizz says and I don't care how much anyone loves it. <laughs> it's not my favourite part. It's 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 not. It's a lot. Like it's yeah, trying to get all these different emotions into this song but whilst also keep it this dance, but whilst also keep it's still a bit over the top 
but it's got to be quite it's just, oh, it wasn't my favorite um so that got cut and the other big difference is it makes the quick change a lot quicker as well from mm. baby grace to grisabella because there's no um there's there's like a verse oh where so what's that cut then because that's not bustafa so there's a cut yeah that's there. much faster naming so it goes to, oh naming into but bustafa's after bustafa's after thingy so it goes jenny any dots oh there's a section cut out of jenny any dots as well some of the taps cut out of jenny jenny any dots so i think there's like a minute worth of the tap cut out there um and so that makes the quick change like a minute shorter so you go from having like seven seven minutes 40 or something to six minutes 15 to get your full quick changing wow. i was like oh, gosh because then Bustafa's after Remark and wow. Grisbella. So you got to do both. Yeah. Was the main reason because you couldn't really do an intermission in a show where people aren't paying for tickets? Well, supposedly the main reason was they'd wanted to do it for years and they'd said that it wasn't working for the ship and stuff like that and um, they thought it would work better and they'd tried to get it changed but Rug were having none of it. Um, and then supposedly Nick Weir, the head of entertainment, the king of entertainment for Royal Caribbean, bumped into Andrew Lloyd Webber at a, like a benefit or something. I'm sure he would yeah. tell this story a lot more inspiringly than I'm telling it. Um but he bumped into Andrew Lloyd Webber and basically said, oh, I, I'm one of the people that puts cats on, on Royal Caribbean. Um, and he was like, oh, right. Isn't it about an hour too long? And he was like, yeah, it actually is. And he was like, oh, get in touch with me about that. We'll sort it. And so that's how it got changed. But it's, it's a weird one because, like, it... it the theatre on the ship is ridiculous. It's like a 1,700-seater theatre. Wow. So even, like, when you're half full, you've still got, like, over 800 people in the theatre. And so when people leave at the interval, which everyone does, and not everyone does because <laughs> then there would be no one left, but which people did. Um, but then people still leave by whether um, there's an interval or not it's just an easier place for them to leave if there's an interval isn't there and it's a heavy show um, it depends what time it's being put on like who your cruise director is as to what time it's being put on because if it's being put on at like half past nine quarter to ten at night you, yeah. you're not going to stay until the end so but so it's yeah it's a lot of different factors I think I think it's it's a weird one and it's it's a lot of contention as to why it does and yeah, doesn't work. It's a fascinating one to me because I've been on a few cruises a, a long time ago. It's been a while and and I always thought through when I first heard I mean, it's, it's been on it's been, been running on Royal Caribbean for like what 10 15 years it's been on for a while maybe even more than that and I kept thinking like I don't think I've ever seen I've seen some stand-up comedians I've seen some like 
you know, quick in and out things. I don't think I've ever sat through a show, let alone a two and a half hour, three hour show um, on a cru- on a cruise where you're you're not paying for it, and there's a lot of other distractions on the cruise. So it wasn't one of the first time I heard about it. I was kind of fascinated by the entire concept. And then I heard they made it 90 minutes. I thought that's great because that's like a movie. That's like a, you know, the, the right length for being able to stay. Um, I, I am curious, like what type of reactions, and I guess since you did this multiple times, um, what kind of crowd reactions did you, did you get? And how did you like, what, what was that audience like where it is something where they're not paying for the tickets? It's a optional activity that they have, um, at, on a ship where they're, you know, they're, they're on vacation. So it's a little different than when you go and buy tickets and proactively are going to the theater in Broadway or in the West End or somewhere else, like what is that? Like, how did, did you notice that difference? Like, what was that feel like? It was um, the difference was where you sailed out of. So when when our home port was, um, and this is not meant as any form of offense to anyone at all, um, but when you sailed out, when we did a stint of sailing out of New York, out of New Jersey, and literally the the house was packed every time we did it like people would be like oh when's cats gonna be on we can't wait to see it like we've come on here to watch cats and they were totally involved in it but then when you went out of like miami or port canaveral or something like that where it's more of like a party situation and people weren't as bothered or there were more children or there were le- like it it just completely differed from show to show to show they, I can honestly say without a shadow of a doubt the best um, house we ever had in um, in my three years of doing it um, was the Atlantis Cruise not this time um, it must have been 20 might have been the beginning of 2020 or the end of 2019 the Atlantis Cruise which is like a gay events cruise um Honestly, Atlantis cruises were the the dream. Um, But the Atlantis cruise, and after big memory, I legitimately could not hear the music to walk off stage to. I was like, I have no idea where I am in this music because the house was wild, like, um, and it was was amazing. But then I also did another... um, Sure, where um, I sung, I did Big Memory and I finished and I was like, oh my God, that went really well. I'm really pleased with that. And there was just silence, just pin drop silence. And I was like, okay, it's different. Um, so yeah, I had to walk <laughs> off in silence and was like, please, no one, no one applaud. It's, it's fine. I've just absolutely ripped my guts out on stage and I'm crying. But honestly, it's, <laughs> was, it's Did fine. you look out? It's was fine. there just like not many but, people in the crowd at that moment? Know. No, it was really full. So I don't know whether it was one of those cases of people didn't really know what to do or it was just really, <laughs> maybe I was just really bad. <laughs> Who knows? We'll never know. I also did, I once did um, the little memory dance did all of that and then she like goes down into herself before she sings Little Memory and I like did the like crumple down your shoulders slug and everything like that and someone genuinely shouted out you can do it and I was like oh no I'm gonna laugh I'm gonna laugh this is not good yeah 
So it just completely depended. I once got punched in the face during Green Eyes. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, uh, that's I've heard that before. Yeah. Even uh, that that happens. Oh, it scared the living daylights happen. out of me when I was not prepared for it. So I'm not totally yeah. surprised. But did you were you able to finish the show? Like if you got literally hit? No. Oh, it it hurt. I'm not gonna lie. It proper knocked me for six. Um, but I was like, you know, like when you're just kind of in shock. But um, for Grace, for well, for me during this production, I came out at the top of the stalls and then came down through the stalls and then went um, like back back round into the pros and then I'd go straight on from the pros to um, to start to open the show. So I never went backstage. So I was just kind of stood like in in the archway, just being like, "You're all right. Everything's fine. Your nose is fine." It was like just a bit twinkly, and I was yeah. like, "Right." carry on everything's wow. fine such wild like, stories oh my god what is this um, i want to get what we're gonna get I back do? to some of those these crazy stories but Honestly. i do want to i want to talk a little bit about your experience with cats before the, the cruise right. so um how how much did you know about it before you signed your first contract like were you did you get to see it growing up like were you familiar was grizz always a dream for you or was this just an opportunity um well I don't, well, I don't really have a, a huge relationship with Cats before the show, uh, before I was in it. I knew the song Mistopheles and Mr. Mistopheles and Macavity because though I once had a cassette tape that had them on. I think someone had once made a mixtape that I found and it had them on. I knew the show because I'm a complete musical theatre geek from like when I was about 14. So I've watched the VHS countless times, all of that. But it was never a show that I was like, oh, I need to be in this show. This is just so poignant and so amazing. And when I got sent through my casting for it, I was very much yeah. like, I don't want to do this. So... And I went through all my calls and everything and had like one-on-ones with the director and um, and I got through to finals and I did the songs, did the sides, did all of that. Not that there's many sides because there's no speaking. Um, and I could see the director like nodding his head and I thought, I've got this and I don't want it at all. And I was just like, oh God. So then, did get the part and um and was like right okay we'll go and do it. it it's it's an opportunity it's good and then within well within the first couple of weeks had complete imposter syndrome because i was 30 um 30 years old my first lead part grisbella in this iconic musical and i thought i can't do this I, someone's made a mistake here and they're gonna find me out in a minute and this is gonna be awkward um, but then um, I feel like I've really no, gone off no, track keep with going. this, haven't I? <laughs> My relationship with the show was 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 not a lot, really. But I, um, I I love then when I was in it. I it's one of those things, and I think I've heard it on this podcast before. Definitely, that as soon as you're in it, it is like a little cult, like you get indoctrinated into it and they always say like the um, the taglines now and forever and it's not for people going to watch it it's from the people that are in it like once you've once you've been in cats that's it now and forever it will hold this hugely special place in your heart like and i think most of that's because as an audience member you just don't get the insight that we do 
So you go and watch it and you're like, what the heck is going on? Like, what in, what, who has been smoking something and then created this weird show? But then we have all these like little intricate relationships and all these like little looks between each other that we're supposed to know and the audience should see. And you're like, they haven't got a, yeah. they haven't got a clue. They don't know that I've just like looked weirdly at Jenny Annie Dotson. Finally, she's decided that she might actually start to warm to me. They, they haven't got a clue. They're just like, that's some nice singing. Yeah. I, that is the most accurate description. That is the most accurate description, which is which is a good transition because I, I I think that's what it's taken me ninety episodes of this show to even remotely follow it as someone who's seen it twice live and a couple times of you know, the nineteen ninety eight movie and unfortunately one and a half times of the two thousand nineteen movie. But I have yeah, we can that's another podcast. Um, I, but I do think that the the, the relationships, and that's why there is a deep fan base for this, because there is so much happening going on, that there is there is those little looks. There is those things they don't know about. Like, the twins are fascinating. The twins, you know, aren't something I knew anything about. And they're looking at stuff before it happens. And so what are the relationships that you were told about that you needed to play into? And what are, I know you said before we started recording, you've listened to some other Grizabellas who, because everyone kind of gives me a different answer. Some people are adamant that, you know, this is that you're Bomb and Demeter's mother. And others are like, oh God, no, no way. There's no way that that could be possible. So what what is your take on Grizabella's like relationships with the other cats? Um, well, that's that's the amazing thing about this show, or what I think is the amazing thing about this show, but also makes it so hard to follow. As an audience member, nothing is written. So it can be whatever you want it to be. So every time I've gone back, I've played it a little bit different, and I've played the relationships a bit different, and who you're connected with differently, because like, shout, like the director on the ship is incredible. Like, Michael Clowers incredible man like he eats sleeps breeds cats and allows he gives suggestions of maybe follow this route or that route but will not give you any kind of like this is what it is you have to do this be on this place for this but it's completely self like driven and then he'll be like i like that so what about now if this as well and you're like oh brilliant yeah it's oh amazing so but i think my my relationship uh theories are very different to a lot of grizzlies that you've had on here i'm not gonna lie so for me um grizz and old jute were like the power couple of the tribe so like they were the everyone wanted to you know like the, oh god I was going to go to Towie then but um, this no, is no, American it's a, it's so a global cast it's, um, is it Beyonce and Jay Z just like well just like yeah just like the absolute power couple and they um, so that's why Old Duke still got that soft spot for her and will still listen because they've had this like intimate and like best friend personal everything relationship because i don't think anyone's monogamous within the tribe okay, wait, hold on who's the, the cup who's the couple um, you were going to reference so i think they were like the apps no no who's the british or uh, irish uh, like who are you gonna say oh i was gonna say on like um on the only way is essex you know like some like um 
how at the beginning of The Only Way is Essex it was like Mark Wright and Lauren Gucci and all of that but that doesn't even stand I have no idea what you're talking about but I'm I'm pretty confident somebody will so that's why I want to make sure that you at least got it because that person's going to be like oh it's spot on no they're going to be like I got it I I totally agree with you But they're, I think they're like the absolute power couple. They're the couple that everyone like either wants to be friends with or wants to be like and all of that. I think Jelly was like her best friend. They were like, Jelly was quite in awe of Grey's, but they were like the same age and stuff like that. And so that's like their like little thing. I think Jenny was quite jealous of Grey's and that's why she's taken over like the mother role and like the dance teacher role because Grey's was always like the, um, the best dancer, the best like looking, the best all of that. So when she left, that's what Jenny tried to like mm-hmm take over like pushing on to people you know like very dance mums um and then i think oh my gosh this one's quite not quite a recent one i've always thought that monk is my baby okay. with old jew and that's why he's the next in line for the throne kind of thing so maybe it's like prince charles and diana <gasps> Ooh, as old jew and grizz anyway totally different story because I always think of Monka Strap and Rum Tum Tugger as Prince Harry and Prince William so Monk's like the Prince William and Harry's the Prince Wow okay Harry. I don't think I, that makes sense I haven't thought about because that one but that brothers. one definitely lines up right um, so I always think that Monk's my baby and I think that that's why he's got to be so like good and so against me because he's got to prove to the tribe that he's nothing mm. like me and so they can't so he's got to work even harder to be the best because he's got this past of me being his mom that, wow i like that because then it lines up right? to like there's a lot of a lot of animosity right? but deep. it's also like he wants to take <laughs> over and so to be the next in line he's got to make sure that that you know all of that history is kind of out of the way yeah and then you can see that also that's why it hurts so much that he's always the one that shuns her last and that he's always the one that's like, no, no way. And you're like, so I, like in Remark and stuff, I think is the time where she's got like that little bit more like liquid courage. She's a bit like, who do you think you're talking to? I am your mother. Do not do that to me. And then when he's the last one to leave before Little Memory, I think that's why it hurts even more because you're like, imagine like your your like blood consistently turning its back on you and being like no you're not welcome here he'd be like so that's that's my relationship yeah what about victoria bomb demeter mccavity like there's all these other potential parts to that yeah so i don't think there's a huge like i don't think there's a huge relationship between bomb demeter and um grizz other than that they all kind of went through the same but i think bomb and Demi- bomb went with macavity but kind of like on her own terms and got mm-hmm. away from him on her own terms i think grizz got sucked in too deep and was not allowed back but bomb wasn't there long enough and was allowed to come back kind of thing but then the theory i, th- I think the theory that was like spotted around during castings not castings during um rehearsals and stuff was that mccavity took demeter to get back Mm. at bomb for leaving him 
and because Bom and Demeter are sisters, so that's why she's so protective over Demeter because she's like, no one will take you anymore. But that's why Demeter's so like skittish and stuff because she she never wanted to leave. She was like taken. So that's yeah. why she's like, Ooh, yeah, that's one of the most see. like consistent things is that Demeter was sexually abused by McCavity and that's like well known as like part of it and so that's a really interesting piece that it was like Bomb is it was almost Demeter was revenge for Bomb leaving I don't think I've thought about it that way but it does make sense and so you think Grizz also went with McCavity and went too long and that's why she got shunned yeah I think that she I think that she got seduced by McCavity and like seduced by a life that he could give her of like more than the tribe I think she thought she was better than the tribe she she had everything within them and was the best of the best within it but then I think he played overplayed his hand and said that she could have even more and what about the whole of London instead kind of thing and then she went with him and went down the partying route and all the everything mm. else route and just got in too deep and it hurt even more for the tribe because they thought that well they treat her as though she was everything and then she just completely turned her back on mm. them and was like what about Victoria? no thanks I'm gonna go and Victoria see this is another one that I've listened to with um, other Grizzers and I don't think that she's my daughter because I don't think that mm. she's old enough you left before I think that she's so forgiving yeah and i think that that she's so forgiving and she's so doesn't understand how they can be so cruel to her because she's only heard stories about what happened i don't think she was ever like affected by it personally um because that's something that we used to get taught in rehearsals as well like you need to know like whether like whether you have a relationship with Grisabella or whether it's that you were too young to remember it or whether you've just been told stories or whether like you are her child whether you're not her like all of these things and I think that um, Victoria is just one of those like pure innocents that just is like I don't understand how you're all still being like this with her she's just like shown as her everything and and no one's doing anything and this isn't Mm. the family that I love like this isn't the tribe that we are so we need to do something and then with the um, with the confirmation from old Jew goes along and whacks that little paw in (laughs) we'll be back for more of this cat's catastrophe after a short break this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups in breaking news Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Alright, I have two more questions yeah. before we change gears. First one is, okay. did you ever think when you got handed that mixtape, whatever weird mixtape someone gave you that actually had McCavity and Mustafwes and Not Memory or whatever else you got handed as a, I'm assuming a cassette tape mixtape, <laughs> did you ever think that you would be able to have the conversation we just had over the last 10 minutes, that you would have dug that deep and thought about all the different relationships with Grizabella? Definitely not. If you'd have told me that at the beginning of rehearsals, I'd have I'd have been like, don't be ridiculous. On the first day, when you've got to scrabble around on the floor in as a cat, and you're like, what am I doing? This is the weirdest thing I have ever done. Because no matter how professional you try and be, and no matter how um, like into it and musical theatre and theatre you try and be, someone's telling you to pretend to be a cat. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Like, no, this isn't normal. Like, it's like it throws things into the space and you've got to react to it. And it's like this full cat school thing. But I looked up and our old Deuteronomy was there. He has been, been my old Deuteronomy every time. Douglas SQ, love you. Um, and he'd done like the Cats International Tour, um, the Cats... Uh, uh, US tour, he'd done Cats on Broadway, like all of this. He's an incredible man. Um, and he was just there crawling around, just being a cat. And I was like, well, if he can do it, I can certainly do it. So, I, and then you just get into it. And then you get so precious over it, like so precious. And you see other people like being cats, and you're like, that's not how you're a cat. That's, you're just putting your arms out it comes from your back and like everything like you you sense things from your back and you said like it's it's honestly it's so ridiculous how into it you get and it's so ridiculous how hard it seems at first and how quickly you can put it on after like if someone told me to be a cat now i could do it like you, it's just like a, a switch that you flip it's insane wow but no i never ever thought i would get this involved in cats and like all these backstories it's ridiculous and the amount of times that I have these like epiphanies when I had that epiphany in inverted commas about how maybe that's why Monk has to work so much harder because he doesn't want my legacy tarnishing him I was so upset that I'd put that on my son I was like oh my gosh this is going to recolor everything I was like honestly it's ridiculous how into it and how upset and like everything you get like the amount of times that I've been with Michael the director just an absolute sobbing wreck and just been like you need to carry on talking because I'm not going to stop this so we need to just carry on going and he's like okay right so and then this and then this and it's like your family this is your family and they're turning the, and you're just like ah. honestly it's ridiculous I honestly love it but it's very cathartic as well so I you love know. it I think that's what's so fascinating about the show I if you would ask me four years ago five years ago when I guess I saw the show the first time six years ago I would have never said the same thing like I wouldn't have been able to tell you five character names let alone that deep um I have, I have two more crew-specific questions. So one is, I heard a little okay. bit about, there's some, I don't want to say animosity, but there's a little bit of a difference between the singers and the dancers in the show, as in, like, on the cruise. Is that 
is that real as someone yeah. who's a singer like is that did you have to do like I know the dancers have to do some other stuff like what is that experience like on the cruise when you are the headliner of you know as Grisabella yeah it is it, there is there are differences I won't lie there are um the the singers get their own cabins um there's about how many singers versus how many dancers are there so there are four four main female singers and four main male singers then there's another two so there must be 10 10 that are classed as featured singers and 12 that are like dancers but that's only like contractually so excuse me um so the the differences are like you get your own cabin as a singer the the pay is different however you know cringe that is to say um and dancers have to do duties so dancers spotlight and dress the aqua show and the ice show as well mm, okay yeah, I've heard, I heard a little bit about it. Um, before we go to the rapid fire, what's are there any other crazy cruise stories? You know, getting getting punched or having someone saying you can do it, or like what are the other examples from your your time on on cruise that what that you um, got that you got to tell? So I think I have maybe four quick ones. Um, so the one time when the tire was going up to the heavy side layer it went up too far and crashed into the bridge at the top. Um, but obviously myself and uh, the old Deuteronomy, Doug, we didn't have a clue because we're stood on this tire. So you can't tell until it kind of went and we were like, ooh, that was me like jerking. Yeah. Um, and everyone, like I, when I came off, like through the, the, the um, through the bridge and everything, um, everyone was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know how that happened. And I was like, what are you talking about? It just like shook a bit. But then when you watch the video, it like pure crashes into the lights <laughs> at the top. So that was fun. Um, one time the, uh, the desk failed. And so we had to do two re-show starts because the, the desk failed. So the sound and the lighting and everything weren't in sync. And on the third restart, Monk came on and went, are you blind when you're born? And then, can you see in the dark? And then the whole stage just went dark. <laughs> so she literally said, can you see in the dark? And everything just went into pitch black. And we were like, no, no, we can't. We're, we're gonna leave. And so we had to do a show stop. Um, <laughs> one time the tire got stuck halfway up so Doug and I, the old Deuteronomy and I, were literally stood on the tire. I had to sit down on the tire whilst everyone left the stage, everyone left the theater, and then we had to get a ladder down from the tire. <laughs> so that was, That's that great. was cringe. Um, and there was one more, what was the other one? Oh, someone, we had um, a cast member fainted backstage because uh, it was stinking hot and the aircon wasn't working. And so uh, that's the other thing about the 90 minute version. I've gone off on a tangent <sighs> again. Um, about the 90 minute version, there's no break for the dancers. Yeah. So they do the ball, then they've got little memory, which is what, a minute, a minute and a half. And then they're back on for um, moments of happiness. So there is no break at all. So it just goes from big number to big number to big number for the dancers. Um, and so it's like, ooh. 
so that's not ideal so we had um after the ball um our rumpeteaser fainted backstage but as opposed to we had um a depth on the lighting nope on the sound um because our sound guy was in isolation and so as opposed to just letting the whole of little memory finish and then just not carrying on he just cut little memory as i was singing so i literally went another day is dawning <laughs> um and just walked off stage wow that that was it yeah uh, so those it, are, yeah, it was, it's so fun to hear the stories because it's always like you know oh, it's God. live it's live theater so there's going to always be some stuff that happens yeah. especially with the amount of times that you do it so it's fun to hear some of the, the ones that go a little haywire I, I, I can't I just imagine oh, I'm, I'm picturing you sitting up on the tire like Oh, waiting for everyone to finish for you know when you're supposed to be yeah. off already but uh that's it's always fun you also don't know you don't know whether to like stay in character because like they're they're gonna have to like get everyone out of the auditorium out so it's gonna take a minute so you just kind of sat there like okay this is <laughs> this is brilliant this is a highlight of my career i once fell onto the stage as well because going onto the stage from the sides is down a spiral staircase and I just missed the last staircase so like fell onto oh. stage so that was another fun one yeah good times wow <laughs> absolute roadkill just like <laughs> splattered across the stage oh yeah. alright let's do some rapid fire um, you played Grizabelle for a while but if you could just do any other character for one night whether the, the, the full show the 90 minute show who would you want to perform as Bomb Ballerina Bomb I, I could never play it, never. I'm just not sexy enough at all. Um, but yeah, bomb. Or Tugger. Tugger's a good one as well. So you just want to go out there and thrive and dance? Just do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, just like absolutely live your best life and feel yourself. Yeah, yeah. okay. Amazing. And absolute little known fact, everyone that's ever been in a catsuit, one of the catsuits will now feel this with me. When you touch yourself in your catsuit, it feels so nice. Yeah. Like, not touch yourself like that. Let's not make it weird. But like, literally, when, when because it's like and it's so close to your body, you can like feel everything that you're doing. It's amazing. <laughs> um, who are your favorite and least favorite cats? Um, favorite cat would be, um, oh, I don't know. That's a hard one. Probably Bomb, Bomb and Tugger are my favourite, probably. Okay. Because they're just the most fun, especially when you get a good Tugger. When you get someone that's like proper into himself and just doesn't care, you can literally watch them all the time because they're just living the yeah. best lives. Um, least favourite, like as a character or to be? As a character. As in like which cat's okay. personality um, would bug you the most? Oh, Jenny. Je very grizz Jenny. answer. Oh, just she's just annoying like it, oh yeah no not for me um, what's your favourite song in the show I love Macavity because the song and the dance is great but I oh, but then there's two vocally parts in the show that I love and that is when the open heart bit in Old Deuteronomy when they all turn around and go um, well of all things can it be really yes or and it's in like 473,000 harmony lines and it just sounds incredible it's like this wall of sound that comes at you love that and I love the ending addressing when it does the oh god's entitled to I spent this on my dance and that's in like 
six part harmony and it's just oh amazing we once did that in in we did like a, a concert not a concert version although i did try to do a concert version of cats but no one was having it but i thought that would be hilarious um but we we did it in a concert that we put on because we couldn't put the show on because it was too rocky um and we did the last bit like a cappella, and it oh it was just amazing i love that bit yeah so it was there was just too much like you know the boat was moving too much so you couldn't actually do the dancing so you did the singing Nah. No, we didn't. So I wanted to do that. I wanted to do like an absolute concert version, you know, like the ones of like Lamez and Chess and stuff. But no, we didn't do that. We did um, like the singers put on a concert um, just of like musical theatre songs and stuff oh. like that. And then we ended it with like some of the songs from Cats just so then they'd get they like some. some of it. So I sung Memory, someone sung Macavity, well, Bomb and Demeter sung Macavity, and then we ended with Addressing. I, the reason I asked is because I just learned about the most recent tour. Um, they just they just came off break, but when they the the group that went out before, they were somewhere where the entire set didn't get loaded in or something happened. Like they couldn't actually perform yeah. in one night, and it was in I, I just learned it was in Iowa, and they they did a, a concert version, and so they weren't allowed to do the dance numbers because like they weren't allowed to. It was like they had to kind of hack their way around it because they couldn't have the exact choreography if you weren't going to do it then they didn't sing so they kind of moved around but they did almost the whole show with in terms of the songs but without a stage without a set or i guess on stage but without a set or anything and they called it a cats cats concert cats in concert cats in concert yeah i i i think it'd work but i just the ball is just oh just incredible like but to watch to be in like every movement has a meaning and it's just oh i used to love in rehearsals because obviously i'd never be called for um ball rehearsals but i used to love um just sitting and at the side of the stage and listening to every like the the meaning behind every move and everything like because it's so specific and it's something like every like three or four bars has a different name so you're like right we're going from honky tonk we're going from hovers we're going from slither like everything has these different names and like they all mean different things and then there's like the build up like so getting the energy it's from, an the, from the floor and so it's like from so the strange. moon and like then like exploding into the, oh just love it oh love it <laughs> Right, well, well, the orgy section is, oh, well, this is how we got taught it. Like, the whole thing's not a great big orgy, just the orgy section in the middle is an orgy. And that's literally, tr- uh, like, taught as an orgy to the point that, like, the arm raise is the finishing and all that. Um, but then all the rest of it's, like, that the moon's, like, whipped you up into this frenzy because the moon's just right and all of this. That was another thing about, like, oh, my gosh, I actually sound like I've got ADHD. This is ridiculous. Um, that was another thing, listening back to other people's. I'd listened to... Oh, I can't remember. I'd listened to someone, and she was like, yeah, I think it happens once a month because of the moon and the full moon. And I was like, literally, the words of 12 Lines are... Um, Jellicles meet once a year on the night that we made the Jellicle choice. I was like, it's once a year. It's once a year. You get so specific about stuff. It's like ridiculous. Um, yeah, Jellicle cats meet once a year. I don't know what your question was then. I'm so sorry. 
So my last rapid fire question is, who do you think, which cat do you think would be like yeah. the best cruise, like would be on the cruise and live their best life on a cruise? Okay, that was my answer too, but you know, 90 minute version, he doesn't get a chance. Oh, Buster Jones, 100%. 100%. Do you think, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. And I do think it misses Buster for Jones. I do love that song and it kind of adds like a lightness to the whole like first act. But yeah. I understand why it had to go. But yeah, Buster for Jones would definitely live his best yeah. life on a cruise. He'd be eating everything. He'd love that everyone knew his name. Like he'd have the same thing like to drink every night at the same time and the same way to bring the, it to the him. Right and, like he'd have the same jokes that he told to everyone, wouldn't he? Oh yeah, he'd definitely live his best life. Yeah. Um, all right, last most important question. I've argued at length that I don't think Grizabelle is the right okay. joke or choice. So do you want to defend yourself or do you want to give me a different answer? I am fully defending Grizabella, fully defending her. She's the only cat that, you know, has this huge arc where like she is, because all of the cats are changed during moments of happiness when old Deuteronomy makes them like sit down and have this moment of lamentation. Don't know whether that's a word, but I'm using it. Um, but she's the only one that actually goes from like, I am um, steadfast in where I am. You will listen to me. I will be heard to actually, I, it was all me. I want to come back. It's it, it's all on me. This is what I've been through, but it's my own fault. Please see me. Please hear me. Like it's it's, and it's her last chance. It's it's either you can tell or you should be able to tell that it's so. Let me it's ask either you. Let me ask you this. Heavy side layer or the biggest thing I've been thinking about and with Grizabella's defense because there's a lot. You know, so yeah, she's no, I think in the top two in terms of names okay. that get defended here. It's Grizabella and Gus most of the time with some other other arguments in the in the mix. With Grizabella, she comes back. She's being reaccepted to the family. She clearly needs to be reaccepted to the family. It's like she's gone so far off, and this is her chance back. Where I currently stand is why don't you want to spend the year with your family that just reaccepted you? Like, you can rebuild your relationship with Monk. You can spend some time kind of figuring out what happened with Jenny and, and solve that. You've got Tugger, who's also your son. Like, won't another year... Like, why aren't you next year's pick? Because another year, I feel like, would do you well. So you think she won't make it? Because I... I don't think she's got that time. I don't think I don't think it's a choice. Yeah, I don't think it's a choice of like is it being accepted into the tribe and having another year or is it like not? I think it's this is it. This is either heavy side layer or in a dumpster, basically. I don't think she's got that time. And <laughs> obviously because, you know, it's being reborn and not like dying allegedly. Um, I think that she's just I think it's just like this final like acceptance and final bit of energy because like throughout all the receiving line and everything obviously she gets passed from person to person to person like she can't 
physically do it herself anymore and she gets the the energy from the tribe to carry on walking through and then all that energy that's pushing mm. up the tire and all of that I, ju- I don't think there's a choice okay. of will it so, be next year or I th- now I, I'm not gonna I, I, I feel like that, that's uh, a, it's a now fair or argument is it never? and I've made plenty of cases against it so here's my here's my ne- my next question um, I, I am interested to know if you didn't come back this year, <laughs> who do you think would have went? Like, who's Old Dude Army choosing if all of a sudden you don't show back up on the doorstep? Yeah. Do you know, I think the really obvious choice is Gus, but that's because he's old. I don't think he's done anything like... He had good stories, but I don't like mm. we you get told in rehearsals that you sit down and you listen to him and that's the first time that you've really wow. listened to him so if he was that big a part of so the you're tribe, told that it most of these people the aren't hearing like it's not really grandpa telling the stories over and over again it? it's the first time so you're I just hearing think it. it's just because he's old so I don't know no so most people like so we or we get to or we got told um that it's that usually you're quite dismissive of him because that's why he's got his carer and he's got like jelly as his carer um but usually like you don't really listen to him or you take the time to do something else instead but because you've just been changed by old deuteronomy in moments of happiness and this whole like he's given this um this message through syllabub to the tribe and um that this is the first time that you really listen to him and listen to what he's got to say and stuff so i don't i don't think gus is I don't think Gus is a great choice. I think it's just an obvious choice because he's old. So I don't really know who like who else has done good mm-hmm. stuff. Well, Mister, to be fair, Mister's the one that should be reco- uh, rewarded, isn't it? Because he's the one that got old Duke back. That, well, that's the so number one question. On like a, is what is, if we're going how on that, it's a reward choice thing, or it's a good thing. It's probably should be Mister Fox. And what is that? So hmm. I I kind of love that you just completely ruined most people's Gus's argument here yeah. in the process of. Of of defending yourself, you kind of were like, "Here's exactly why all of you who have said Gus <laughs> oh, is completely wrong." <laughs> I know, right? He's not going to make it to next year. He's oh he's gosh, totally just worthless. Like, put the final he's this nail in Gus's dude coffee. that's just telling stories to nobody except for Jelly. Nothing. <laughs> oh no. But then, like, but then, like, what if, like, there was more than one old cat one year? Because that, at some point, that's like, the, Jelly and the Jenny question. are a, that's, basically that's the, the same age. So what what happens then? They need cats, like, too. I, um, I'm a firm believer of, I want to know all of the, I, I want to know. That's why they need cats, pre, too, I need like a, you were I need saying. a prequel and a sequel. I need to know who was last year's pick. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've heard there's been a couple, at least one person who was on tour recently. Um, yeah. Hyla mentioned oh, that she thought she was Victoria, great, that she it? was actually the one reborn. Like this is, she was last year's choice and be reborn. So I think that that's an inter- That was the first time I really thought about who was last year, which you wouldn't get. It would just be some other crazy oh, okay, cat name because they're all named weird things okay. except for Peter. And so it's like, who's the cat you don't even know about? Mm. Yeah, there's a couple. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Alonzo's pretty yeah. normal. Yeah. There's a couple of the, the normal ones, and Cassandra's pretty normal. Like, and then Victoria's you get, like, quite normal, Mr. Mistoffelees, and Rum Tum Tunger, and Skimble Shanks, and Mungo Jerry and Ripple Teaser, and <laughs> all these other ones. Monkish Trap. Yeah. Um, all right, I, I've had... Yeah. 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 
Yeah, you try and explain to someone that's <laughs> the, not the in song, musical theatre. The, the song that like, most people know from the show like, is, don't is yours. Don't matter. She sings memory. Um, that's all how you need can, to know. This has been super fun. How can people stay in touch with you and keep up with what you're doing? Um, I am on Instagram sometimes. Um, I can't guarantee it will be very interesting as, um, you know, this is life. Um, but you will hear a lot more of this horrible accent. And I've just offended the whole of Yorkshire. But I maybe should have like said something at the beginning about, like, I apologise about, you know, how bad this accent's going to be and how strong the accent's going to be. Um, but I also do have a TikTok that's got a lot of cat stuff on it. Um, and that's, I think that's just Robin Tempest. I'm not doing very well here, am I? I think they're both Robin Tempest. So Robin with a Y, Tempest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll link them. I'll link them so people can find them on tick. Find you on TikTok. I wish I wish oh someone recorded your TikTok of honestly. you being stuck up on the, the honestly, tire swing, just sitting there for ridiculous. an hour long. You I were think there. there is a video of like when the when the thingy hit too high, but well, this will be somewhere. Yeah, so there's. I'm sure it's out on YouTube or somewhere for you. It, it lives on. There's endless <laughs> the amounts of cats content on YouTube <laughs> and the internet. So. <laughs> Amen. Well, thank you so much for being an amazing guest. This was super fun. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. I'll talk about cats until the cows come home. So, you know, here I am. <laughs> well, um, uh, I didn't think that was going to be my life, but now we're 90 episodes <laughs> in. So I... Lucky boy. Here, here we are. Continue. <laughs> continuing on. Well, thank you. And thanks everyone else for listening to this episode of The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Follow, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Wrong Cat Died, or check out our website, theroncatdied.com. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.